0: You called Finding Nemo Finding Dory. Are you okay? Do you need help? You don't do that. They're two completely different movies. Well, see, the Finding Dory is a sequel to Finding Nemo. But still, so, Finding Nemo is better, and I understand that. But you can't call it Finding Dory. Gosh darn it. I'm so sorry, everybody. I didn't mean to call it Finding Dory. I might have written it in my notes as Finding Dory, and I just, yeah, I am I suck, but it's fine. I'm, I'm a good boy, okay? I mean, I don't think that Finding Dory is better than Finding Nemo. It's not even close, but yeah. Anyway, let's get into this. Hello, everybody. Uh, you know, today we're talking about Nightmare Before Christmas, which is honestly one of my favorite Christmas movies. It's not at the tip-top of my Christmas movie ranking, but it's, you know, it's up there. I mean, I chose honestly just some of my favorite Christmas movies except for a couple. A couple of these are absolute trash. But this is one of my favorites. One, it combines my two favorite holidays, Halloween and Christmas. I mean, I mean... That's genius right there. Also, it's a stop motion film and I'm a stop I make stop motion movies too. And that's yeah, so that's cool. And then of course, the best part is like just the like the designs of how it's basically a horror movie except everything is just barely in there and if you pause the movie, it gives you nightmares. That's cool. But in all seriousness let's begin talking about this movie now i can see why some people do not like danny elfman's music he likes to really take in his what his context is and just make his music literally just be the context and that's interesting. I think that's why most people do not like I think a lot of people don't like the music in this movie because of that. Because it's very twisted, it's very sharp, it's very jagged. It doesn't sound right always. It always sounds a little bit edgy, edged or just kind of ready like it's ready to be a horror to be horror music even though this is a children's film. So, yeah, I that's what I think that's a reason I really enjoy the music in this one. Now, let's talk about just the entire vibe of this movie. It's really interesting. This is I only picked up on this the last time I watched it because I paused it a few times. And if you pause it in the right places, this movie is absolutely terrifying. Like the designs of the creatures are only terrifying when they're not moving because when they're moving they're a little blurred so you can't really see them but oh my god they're night like the designs of them is really scary, terrifying for a kid for a children's movie which is another thing that's really interesting about this movie because it's it's one of those movies that like it is you can tell it is a children's movie but it's definitely got like the the remnants of like a horror film But that's kind of the point, is that we're taking this, something that is usually scary, and we're making it wholesome, almost. Almost. And I also really like just that a lot of the movement kind of resembles what a horror movie, like, horror monster movement. Like, does Jack not seem like he would be something that would crawl out of your nightmares? mean. He walks like it. So, since we're running short on time, and I don't want to make this 20 minutes long because I don't have time to do that, I've got other podcast to do today. I am just going to uh, talk about Jack, because it's one of the most important parts of this film. I think Jack is one of the more interesting characters, because his motivation isn't like most other characters. He already has everything he really wants in life. It's just that he's kind of getting tired of it, which is most of the time done really badly. But because they do it in a way that almost sounds like he's having a bit of a crisis, instead of just being, oh, I'm bored, it's really, it makes it so much better. And you can just see how he's, how at the beginning... This new Christmas, the new thing that he wants to try, he's very excited about and he wants to do it exactly right. But he's easily, as the movie continues on, he's easily allowing the other creatures to just kind of do whatever they want with it. And he's just kind of giving in to his madness in a way. And it's. And the music kind of reflects that. Because it gets kind of more twisted as the movie goes on. And especially the final ballad is probably my favorite song in the entire movie. And because of how just mad and, tw- and insane he has gotten. And yeah, that, he's a, that is a humongous character art. Where he starts as this wholesome character that slowly descends into his madness. But with that said, this movie has, is one of the most energetic movies in the entire year of 1993. I mean, not many great movies came out then, I don't think. I mean, obviously Jurassic Park was great, and obviously, you know, Animaniacs. But other than that, I mean... There aren't a lot of really energetic, crazy movies that came out, I think then. Oh, the Sandlot. Never mind, everything I just said is wrong. Sorry. But it's definitely got this strange energy to it that just feels it feels so like excited and so energetic, and yet it feels like it is being hindered by something. That something is keeping it from being the most energetic, and honestly, my only problem with it is this one thing that makes absolutely no sense to me is the doors, and I will at some point try to figure it out and make a theory on this, but until then, thank you for watching, and I will see you next time.